WRFN LP Pasquo. Right in the backyard of Nashville, Radio Free Nashville, 1071 or 1037. Also streaming online, RadioFreeNashville.org. Welcome to Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. It's a rainy day here in Nashville. And uh, pretty appropriate because uh, we're going to wrap up the Pacific Northwest today. One of the rainiest territories in the world. It's a rainforest. Yeah, I've got a pretty cool compilation I'm going to play for you today. I got it in the mail this week. It's uh, Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 7. I believe we have already listened to Volume 14 on the program. Yes, Volume 7 featuring such acts as Jack Bedient and the Chessmen, the Jolly Green Giants, the Chambermen, the Squires, the Sires, the Express, the Pastels, all to come, and then some. Yes, yes. Uh, this first one, actually, Jack Bedient and the Chessmen, we've heard several from them now at this point. Um, and... Uh, these guys are from Wenatchee, Wisconsin. Or God, I guess I keep saying that. Stop it. It just flows out. Wenatchee, Washington. One day I'll uh, kick the habit. Uh, it says Jack and his boys specialized in ballads and lounge rock. And they migrated to Vegas where they picked up a sharp manager who kept them working from 1961 through at least the end of the decade. For all we know, they may still be there in Vegas. I believe they also uh, made their way towards uh, Reno and uh, Lake Tahoe also. But... They definitely put out some recordings in the Pacific Northwest, and their roots are there as well. So we're going to get into them right now in Ghost Town and continue on with Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 7, The Northwest. Here they are now, Jack Bedient and the Chessmen.
There you have it. Jack Bedient and the Chessmen. That was double whammy. All right, these next fellas here, the Jolly Green Giants. And from their name, a clear nod to the Kingsmen, it says, to their raucous dance style. These guys were a perfect example of the typical Northwest band. And Busy Body, the single you're about to hear, the flip of an equally nasty tune called Caught You Red-Handed, which can be heard on Boulders Volume 1, the compilation. Um, here they are now. The Jolly Green Giants on Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 7. We're tackling the Northwest one last time. And then we'll be getting into a different territory yet to be announced. Here they are in Ghost Town. What is about a one time you all?
HB in the checkmates there with Louise Louise. And uh, the sleeve here says, ever in search of new ways to milk the Louie Louie riff. Originally made famous by the Kingsmen. And I say made famous by the Kingsmen. It was not their original either. Uh, but uh, with this, Northwest Groups turned it inside out, upside down, added English accents, novelty lyrics, anything they could think of. This Oregon band hit on the idea of transposing it into a song about a girl and thought themselves so original, they took authorship credit. This uh, track you just heard was recorded live at the Cascade Teen Club. And no worries, we'll hear at least two more uh, Louie Louie renditions by two other bands throughout this record. Coming up real soon, actually. And um, let's see here. The Wild Knights. Yep, that's what we got next. It says, it ain't as killer as the Raiders version, but this well may be the, or- this well may be the original. The record is impossible to date. However, the group clearly features vocalist Rick Day, formerly of the Furies, who did indeed compose the immortal tune and a flash of creativity. After listening to 96 different versions of, guess what? Louie Louie. Here they are, the Wild Knights in Ghost Town. have it the wild nights and that song was made uber famous a year later by paul revere and the raiders these next guys the chambermen the sleeve says naturally folks got tired of hearing louie louie all the time it was at such times that they liked to hear louie go home making it thus probably the second most recorded northwest song well it says well maybe third after leaving here these guys hailed from spokane washington and must have failed their jordan audition because they put this one out themselves how about that? Jordan was the record label, the local record label that was signing all these independent bands, these garage bands. All right, here they are, the Chambermen. 
Louis, go home. You're in Ghost Town. Radio Free Nashville.
All right, we're listening to the Pebbles Presents Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 7, The Northwest. Listening to some old, dirty tracks, but uh, they did a pretty good job trying to remaster them somewhat. Or maybe they didn't. You know what? It doesn't say anywhere on this record that it's been remastered. I think this is just the OG versions compiled, which is extra cool because that's how they sounded back in the day. That's how I want them to sound today for you and for me. We just heard Jack Eli and the Courtmen. It says here on the sleeve, Jack was, according to most reports, the man who founded the Kingsmen and sang their classic, whose title escapes me at the moment. That's hilarious. Leaving the group shortly thereafter, he hooked up with a group called the Squires and recorded Love That Louie for RCA. It was a very garagey, but, uh, re- but it was a <laughs> stumbling over words that I'm just reading. It's a very garagey rewrite of the hit, and RCA didn't pick up the option. Uh, a year and a half later, he was back on Bang Records with a new group, The Courtman, and a couple of singles that showed considerable improvement. As recently as 1983, he was circulating new demo tapes to record companies. To record companies. <laughs> to record companies. People, I'm on fire today. And it says he may be back yet. Jack Eli, so mysterious. And uh, he's actually tied in with this next group. We're going to play here, the, the Squires. It says whether these are the same Squires who backed Jack Eli, we can't be sure. This version of Huey Piano Smith's great songs included as another example of how the Northwest style absorbed and maintained the raw spirit of early rock and roll. It says also worthy of mention is the flip side, a version of Big Boy Pete, which deserves credit as another monumentally influential song in this part of the world. All right, the Squires, here they are in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. You're listening to Radio Free Nashville. Oh, one more note. The Oktoberfest is still going on here, Nashville Oktoberfest. And uh, it goes until 8 p.m. tonight. It's around the capital area, Germantown. I was out there Thursday night and, uh, no, Friday night, and it was just a ball. Lots of bouncy music, getting people bouncy, upbeat. A lot of great, a lot of smiles, a lot of great people, a lot of beautiful people, I will say. All right, so go check that out, NashvilleOctoberfest.com. Don't forget, Oktoberfest is spelled, spelled with a K. All right, let's get back to it. Here they are, the Squires in Ghost Town.
that does it for side a of pebbles presents highs in the mid 60s that was another one from jack Beatty and the chessmen i want to know and i've got a whole other side for you here all these songs were recorded in washington and oregon during the mid 60s and uh several compilations exist just for the pacific northwest region which is super cool and that's been super helpful for me in the process of doing the show so uh it's been a fun theme so far this is Radio Free Nashville, and I'm Creepy Steve. You're hanging out in Ghost Town. We're listening to Garage Rock of the mid-60s. Going to circle back eventually to uh, proto-punk and get right back into the punk and post-punk scene. As I, uh, That's how I originated, so we're going to do that. Um, you know, it's just going to be a continuous circle, if you ask me. All rock and roll. All right, I got a quick, quick little spot here for you, and then we're going to switch sides and continue on with highs in the mid-60s. The Pacific Northwest. As I said, you're in ghost town. You can't buy a best friend. You can love them, walk them, pet them, and care for them, whether they want you to or not. You can take a picture or 50. You can fly to the moon, travel the world, or just stay in bed. You can't buy a best friend like that, but you can adopt one. There are millions of pets waiting for a best friend just like you. Help us save them all at bestfriends.org.
that was a band called the sires and uh the sleeve here says that well the song is called come to me baby and we're just getting into side two of highs in the mid 60s presented by pebbles this is volume seven the northwest it says of the sires if better recorded this would be one of the best northwest punkers of all time the group whoever they were showed up one day at a custom disc cutting place in eugene oregon the kind of place uh, truck drivers go to make birthday records for their moms and for an extra fee they even got a hundred copies pressed up on the company's house label and these were soon distributed to family friends and neighborhood girls two years later a crack talent scout from frog death records set out to find them but they went but they had vanished without a trace the sires come and gone you just heard come to me baby all right this next group the lincolns with an apostrophe s This Vancouver group cut three records, including one on a national label Dot in 1966. This song, however, is their punkiest, and strangely enough was their last, appearing in early 1969. With strong punk punk approach and fuzz guitar, it sounds like prime 1966 stuff, but by then the world had changed. Maybe if they'd added some horns and a boozy-voiced funk singer, they could have survived into the 70s. But the Lincolns chose to go out in style, and good for them. Here they are in Ghost Town.
the express there with long green we'll let that wrap up here not a lot's known about that band um the sleeve here we're listening to pebbles presents highs in the mid 60s volume 7 the northwest of the express it says probably a seattle band the express left little mark on the world other than this convincing rendition of the kingsman's louis or kingsman's long green which was of course merely louis louis sidewise with a dose of have love will travel the sonics interjected perpendicular it proved a durable combination though and the song was a widely done not only in the midwest but around the country it says see the delights version on volume four of this series highs of the mid 60s presented by pebbles next group here the pastels says one of the more charming phenomena of the post beetle era was the use of fake british accents and names by hundreds of american teen bands in evident hopes of being mistaken for limeys, if not by the record-buying millions, then at least by some of the girls at their highs at their high school. <laughs> I'm not reading very well, but they're saying they wanted to be mistaken for English people, and if not by the people that would pay them, at least by the uh, the girls, so they could get girls at their high school. The pastel singer had mastered a particularly fruity semblance of the King's English, displayed ingenuously on their 245s both custom pressed by century all right here they are now the pastels with why don't you love me in ghost town this is radio free nashville
there for a minute you just heard the night walkers with sticks and stones and we're listening to the highs in the mid 60s volume 7 compilation let's see here i lost my place here we go oh they're from longview washington on the misleading detroit records label and uh, the night walkers settled for old english script on their label it says they must have realized their primitive recording techniques would never fool anybody in fact, their embarrassment over this record may have inspired the ruse of the label name. <laughs> that way, they could tell people who complained about the record. Hey, man, that's not us. It's some Michigan group who ripped off our name. <laughs> Good stuff. Before that, the pastels in there with Why Don't You Love Me. It says, one of the more charming phenomena of the post-Beatle era. And, uh, oh, I already actually described these guys. So, you know what? I'm not going to do it again. I forgot. But moving forward, we've got Mr. Lucky and the Gamblers. Take a look at me. You're hanging in Ghost Town. It's the mid-60s, Pacific Northwest. Simple small talk. Baby, don't you know that I love you so? Please, girl, 
I think that was the end of the song. I'm going to cut it off there. If anything, worst case scenario, we'll hear the end of it here in a second. <laughs> I don't know this record very well. I just got it in the mail. So we're uh, we're exploring it together. Kind of cool. Yes, yes. That was Mr. Lucky and the Gamblers. Take a look at me. It says here in 1964, this Newport, Oregon band had a local hit with New Orleans on the United International label. And it says when it hit number one in Portland, they moved to that metropolis with dreams of becoming the next Kingsman, of course. And judging from their solid, raunchy sound, they must have been murder on stage. A couple more records followed, including the solid blaster that got picked up nationally by Dot. And uh, we got the Bootmen coming at you next. These guys are from Washington and emerged in 64 with the single on Etiquette Records, then moved to the Riverton label for two more. This one from March 66 is one of our favorite commercial punk waxings, like a mixture of the Raiders and Mitch Ryder. Here they are, the Bootmen. You're in Ghost Town, Radio Free Nashville. I'm Creepy Steve. And take a look at me. Yeah, I thought so. All right, here they are now, the bootmen. Riding around, playing the road. 
Ain't it the truth, babe? The boot men out of Washington. And uh, this last track on the Pebbles Presents Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 7, The Northwest, is by a band called The Rockin' Souls. They're from Richland, Washington. And uh, it says, from, which, from Richland comes this unusual record described by one critic as a blend of punk and the doors slash seeds. Whatever it is, it's sure listenable. The track is not like you, the rockin' souls in ghost town. That does it. The Rockin' Souls there. Not like you. That's uh, Pebbles Presents Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 7, The Northwest. And that also concludes our... Uh... Well, that's interesting. You guys hearing that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. There we go. Okay. All right, I think I'm back. I heard some music coming through. I didn't know where it was coming from. It was tripping me out. And how appropriate, because we are going to... Swing on down the coast a little ways into California. We're leaving the Northwest. We're going to Los Angeles to the Sunset Strip, the center of L.A. nightlife. This is the mid-60s. High-profile venues giving 
low-profile bands a, plant, a chance for exposure to record labels who are looking for the next big thing. You had a couple of ex- exploitation films such as Riot on Sunset Strip and Mondo Hollywood that kind of captured the scene in sort of, like they said, exploitation in that sort of fashion. Not too much propaganda, but a little bit, a little taste. But they show both sides of it, so it's pretty fair. Um, I checked out Riot on Sunset Strip again this weekend just to refresh myself, and I pulled some tracks from the uh, the soundtrack, if you will. Um, I'm going to play. I actually have some clips here from the movie just to kind of color up the journey here a little bit. So you're going to hear a clip first, and then a single from 1965 by the Avengers, Be a Caveman. And I ask you to keep an open mind for the lyrical content of that one um, so as not to offend anybody. I think they were just trying to be a little cheeky with this one. But anyways, that's just to build up some anticipation in you. You're doing great. This is Ghost Town. Like I said, here's a little clip from the movie Right on Sunset Strip. These are not dangerous revolutionaries in a beleaguered city under martial law. These are teenagers on the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles, California. On a peaceful night. Irresponsible, wild, beat, protest youths. With nowhere to go, nothing to do, no goal in life. Just searching for one thing they've demanded throughout the ages. The right of self-expression and recognition. What you see here is happening all over the world. And in every country, the question is the same. What to do about the youth problem? Oh, it's getting worse every night. I've never seen such riprap. Now, the authorities ought to do something about it. I'm sick and tired of it. You gotta treat a woman rough. You gotta treat a woman tough. Be a caveman. Oh, oh, oh. Keep her in line. Caveman, it's the Avengers from 1965 there, coming at you from Los Angeles. I've pulled several songs. I don't actually have the record yet, but I pulled several songs featured on the uh, 
Um, it's subtitled LA 65 Teenage Rebellion. It says 65, however, there are a few tracks that are from other years, 66 and 67. In fact, we're going to take you to 67 right now with All I Want, It's the Colony, hanging in Ghost Town. <laughs> What's it run on? A gas of kerosene. Lighter fluid. <laughs> uh, you met Lizanne. Oh, hi, Lizanne. How you doing? Hey, who's the wild one? Oh, well, this is Andy. Uh, she's new here. She just got here last month. Andy who? Adalia. Hey, we'll jump in. I'll give you all a ride home. Come on. Great, great. Come on. You want a lift, Andy? No, thank you. I'll take the bus. Oh. Hey, I just got a great idea. Let's all go to Pandora's box tonight. Crazy. Oh, I dig that. Hey, you want to come too? Oh, I think I should stay home. Oh, come on. You can make it, Andy. It's a ball. Okay. Could you pick me up at Lizanne's house? Sure. Groovy. Right after chow. Okay, we'll see you later. <laughs> yes, today's youngsters are no different than we were. When school's out, 
they planned their nights out. Their plans usually include a trip to the Sunset Strip, where teenagers and young adults, wearing outlandish clothes and hairdos, from within a radius of a hundred miles, congregate every Friday and Saturday night. From 1966, Sean and the Brandywines, She Ain't No Good. And we're going to go back to 65 here with Limey and the Yanks. It's Guaranteed Love. We're covering the Sunset Strip right now in Ghost Town. Hope you're enjoying. Oh 
see that, Sonny. Grass. So what's wrong with smoking? Yeah. It just so happens that smoking that stuff's against the law. So is breaking and entering. And trespassing. So what harm are we doing? Who are we bothering? The landlady, for one. She called in. Look, the only reason grass is illegal is, is that the public doesn't understand. It's an anachronism. Aren't we better off sitting here than getting hung up drunk and cutting out on wheels, killing each other? It's still against the law, miss. It's a bad law. A little public education, and as soon as the yeah, public understands, they'll change the law. Sure, sure. Why don't you save this for your hearing? Maybe you can do some good with the judge. Yeah. I honestly can't believe you two are my daughters. This is what you call a Van Nuys slumber party? Look at you two. Compared to you, Dracula looked like a fairy princess. Did you get those ridiculous clothes? You certainly weren't wearing a ruby left coat yesterday. What you do? Cross the place in the dirty house? Maybe it would be a good idea to make it keep you here in jail. Teach you a good lesson. Officer? Yes? Would you do me a favor? Would you lock up these two tramps and throw the key away? Sorry, lady. We already got our hands full as it is. Come on, you two. I'll let your father take care of this when we get home. From 1965, the Standell, Someday You'll Cry in there. Those guys, we're listening to the so- songs from Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 1, featuring L.A. Ride on Sunset Strip. If you've been listening, you're also hearing clips from the movie Ride on Sunset Strip that was released in 1967. And 
and uh, I've got several more tracks from this Highs in the Mid-60s Volume 1 coming at you. This one's uh, from 66, The Grains of Sand. A little more, uh, well, I'll let you decide for yourself what this sounds like. That's when happiness began. Radio Free Nashville. What's your name? Elizabeth Ann Babry. They call me Liz Ann. And your friend? I don't drive either. What's your name? Andrea. Andrea Dahlia. My friends call me Andy. What makes you think they're your friend? How old are you kids? Seventeen. Seventeen. Which one's Philip Collar? And he must be Grady Toss. Well, 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 what's this? My old man's gonna blow his mind. 
tough guys with your badges and guns, picking on a lot of little kids out having a little fun. Why don't you go after some real criminals, the gangsters and mobs that are strangling this country, maybe a few murderers. Now nah, you're too chicken for that. Stir up a little too much grease around oh, here. Pop, will you cool it? Don't you tell me to cool it. Dragging me 40 miles from my garage in the middle of the night to come out and get you out of the clink? Peace officers. Why you jokers couldn't keep peace at an old lady's church social? All right, mister. Do us a favor and take your boy home and yourself too. Ain't It Hard, the 1965 single by the Gypsy Trips. I love that male-female vocal combo. It makes it seem like a sing-along to me, which I kind of did. Ain't it hard? Yep, that's what I was doing off-air. And now I'm doing it on-air. Cool. That happened. All right. Staying with 65. And just uh, to let you know, if if you're not already clued in, we are listening to Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 1. At least songs I pulled from that compilation. I don't actually possess it. But these, uh, this is right in line with the, I call it a propaganda film. Exploitation might be more fair. It's called Ride on Sunset Strip, and it was released in 1967. And it features the music, the sounds and the times of what you're hearing today. And also playing clips from the movie Ride on Sunset Strip. I've got a handful more for you here. We've moved from the Pacific Northwest down into... Los Angeles, the Sunset Strip, and uh, this garage scene was definitely, well, I shouldn't say definitely, but my opinion is that it was a, a break 
from the uh, surf rock scene that emerged in the uh, late 50s and continued through the early 60s. You know, Beach Boys came in around that time and made it more of a vocal thing. Um, and even they had a hard time separating themselves from the surf label. Um, I know Brian Wilson has stated in interviews that he had a, had issues with that. And uh, he said, we're definitely the Beach Boys sound, not any other. Or if you're going to put any label on it, we're the Beach Boys sound and nothing else. So you had that kind of attitude of wanting to break away from surf rock. And this is what the kids were doing on the Sunset Strip. We got the rumors coming at you. 65, hold me now. You're in Ghost Town. This is Radio Free Nashville. I'm Creepy Steve. assigned watch officer and theoretically you're responsible for law enforcement on the strip theoretically yes and we're more or less forced to entrust our well-being our business future and the keeping of the peace to you we aren't allowed to take the law into our own hands you're darn right you aren't <laughs> might be interesting don't you think can you just picture a group of vigilantes on the strip armed with barber shears and after we've grabbed a few of these goldilocks boys and fix them up with crew cuts, I'll bet you they'd all take to the hills. Uh, what about a few baths? Uh, maybe we'll get some shoes for their feet. No, no, now let's not be sadistic. And that would solve the problem, wouldn't it? 
chase the kids off the strip. And you could make another mint in your fancy antique shop and plush restaurant. And we're supposed to sit quietly while these creeps drive us out of business. Look, we were in business long before you ever heard of the strip and the taxes we paid. Then you and the others come along and open up these filthy little dives for these young morons, and our business is shot to hell. Where are these young morons supposed to go to have a little fun if not the filthy little dives like mine? What are they supposed to do? Sit home and watch television while their parents are out making the town? Well, they don't have to ruin the strip. You well, just don't know what you're talking about. Who doesn't know what they're You don't. Let's not lose our heads. Right, let's not lose our heads. I'm sure Mr. Ross and Mr. Arno aren't proposing that we start pushing these kids around. Of course, we could use uh, tear gas, uh, beat them up, use hand grenades or uh, riot guns. You gentlemen do have your rights, and I'm sure you have been hurt by what's happening. But we've got to remember that these are kids, not anarchists or armed mobs. Our sons and daughters, maybe they are a little mixed up, but so are we at their age. We came out of it all right. So will these kids. That's goodbye from 1966. I think I heard some tinge of uh, psychedelia in there, if I'm not mistaken. What about you? And uh, yeah, this is uh, we're listening to the uh, sounds of the 
Los Angeles sunset strip scene of the mid-60s. I've actually pulled some tracks from the compilation Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 1. And I've got another track for you here. It's The Answer from 1965. Their hit, I'll Be In, You're in Ghost Town. This is Radio Free Nashville. Change in the curfew law from 10 p.m. to midnight, right? Just on weekends. Friday and Saturdays. During the week, 10 p.m. is all right. For six months. Six months? To give us a chance to prove that we are responsible. And that's what these demonstrations are all about? There are other things. Kids should be allowed to go to their cars unmolested at curfew. Let them talk, Perry. That's why they're here. Go on, I'm listening. Like he said, we want the police to change their attitude. They don't have to act like private servants for the Sunset Strip establishment. And when we're questioned by police, we want to be treated like anyone else. We're enforcement based on law violation, not length of hair, manner of dress, or economic conditions. You go to college? I'm in my third year, straight A's. I see. I'll see what I can do to follow through. In the meantime, keep a lid on the kids. I think we can straighten this thing out. We can keep a lid on the kids, but can you hold your police in line? I'll do my best. That's all I can promise. Okay, thank you very much, sir. (laughs) 
What's happening? What do you hear? What's the scene? Coolette, listen to Herbie. Hey, Donnie's got a place set for a freakout. Let's make it. A freakout? What about the acid? Don't worry about that, man. I come ready to fly. Groovy, I'll get my wheels. Don't need them. It's a drag. Well, then let's fly. <laughs> come on, beautiful. Freakout. What are you waiting for? I don't know. There's something about your friend Herbie. You ever freaked out? It's a ball. You mean you've never been on a trip? No. Come on, Alice in Wonderland. You haven't lived. Let's make it. Gonna tell you all about it, baby, from 67, The Spats. And you heard a clip in there once more from the Ride on Sunset strip movie that was released in 1967. Also in there, a couple singles from 1965, the lyrics with They Can't Hurt Me and the powerful Linda single from the Starfires. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, that's gonna wrap it today for the L.A. Sunset strip scene. I've got more records on the way. And I'm actually taking a couple weeks off. I'm going on a big camping trip in Utah. Looking forward to that. Going to creep my way across the Rocky Mountains. How about that? But yes, two Sundays of uh, my show, but it'll be automated. It'll be a repeat. I'll pick a couple good ones, if there are any. 
And I'm going to fill up the rest of the show here with uh, some more Northwest rock. We're going to dip back up to the Northwest. I guess we're not dipping, we're climbing. Climbing back up to the Northwest. I'm going to play you what I didn't get to play last week, which is side two of the History of Northwest Rock, volume two. We're going to get into that right now, starting off with the Sonics. This is their later, uh, their later Jordan years. I like the etiquette stuff more, the etiquette label. Uh, but uh, the Sonics are the Sonics. This one's from 67. You've got your head on backwards. We're going to get into that right now in Ghost Town. This is Radio Free Nashville. I'm Creepy Steve. Change. 
the sweet organ sound of Dave Lewis coming at you from 1964, courtesy of AMN A&M Records. Blah, 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 blah. I should have done my vocal calisthenics this morning. I forgot, or I slept through them. That was Little Green Thing by Dave Lewis there. Probably the slowest number of the day. I thought it was groovy. Remind me of a little uh, Jimmy Smith, if you ask me. Um, J.A.J.? Yeah, that was the other track. The Kingsman from 1964 off the Jordan label. And uh, you've got your head on backwards, kicked off this side two of the record, The Sonics. You've got your head on backwards. From 1967, also on the Jordan label. This is off the History of Northwest Rock, Volume 2. A solid compilation. Ten more minutes left till the top. Make sure you stay tuned for RFN Weekend with Matt the PM bringing you some Sunday sounds. And I'm going to let this record carry through to the end. So it's been a pleasure. Creepy Steve, I'll be back in two weeks, but stay tuned. I'll have my repeats going, and we'll be back with some more Sunset Strip mid-60s rock. All right, Radio Free Nashville, hang with me. Ghost Town until 2 o'clock p.m. Central. Oh, it's the Dimensions. Here they are.
getting to the root of the problem just makes sense. Community Shares funds over 50 groups, including Radio Free Nashville, that are trying to get to the root of problems such as domestic violence, hunger, pollution, inadequate health care, and more. You can support Community Shares through workplace giving or by making a donation at communitysharestn.org. Be part of the solution.